0: Good morning and happy Saturday. At some point I will be doing an introduction um on this, I s- swear, but again, we're just gonna freaking hop into it. We're just gonna mm-hmm. go right in. Um so I hope you have your coffee. I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday, and we're going to hop in. Um so if you follow my um devotional mom fuel group on facebook you'll know that my devotion book is one that i really love and it's new morning mercies by paul david pripp um and i really like this one because a little rabbit hole i used to struggle with devotion books so badly because um each one of me and my siblings have a little bit of a different form of dyslexia um and mine is when I kind of read, something gets sometimes um, miscombobulated, (laughs) let's just say. Um, So I would get very frustrated if some things are too hard for me to read because I don't understand it. I get very frustrated and very overwhelmed and I get so mad because I can't understand what it's saying. So I found either devotional books to be too hard and I would end up hating devotions because they were it was frustrating and i couldn't grasp it and i didn't understand and then i'd get mad at myself or whatever and then or the complete opposite where i found devotions were too easy and not enough meat on it um to help me grow or quench the hunger i would have and i messaged this gal who i knew was a huge book book gal she is um a huge she's a huge encouragement to me like we're not really friend friends but like we're acquaintances and I've just watched her over the years and she's always been so inspiring to me so I messaged her and I'm like hey do you have any book or devotion suggestions this is my issue and she suggested this one and I love it because it's easy to understand but he says things that are so relatable um, And sometimes in such a way that I'm like, wow, I never thought of it that way. Um, And it's just, there's enough meat on it to help you, like, really think and grow. And just amazing. I absolutely love it. And I always suggest it to people. Um, And in his book, if you don't, excuse me. If you don't know his devotionals, it'll have, like, the date up top. Then it'll have, like, a quote or not really a quote but like a little thought a little overview thought of the devotional and then the devotional and then um, some scripture to read at the bottom today's was you desired it but now you're persuaded that you need it once you've named it a need it has you and this devotional is talking about how wants tend to get confused into needs and how it can keep Going towards a path that is not good or what's intended. And it can be a spiritual slavery sort of deal. And so I'll read you a little bit. Um, We we get want and need confused all the time. Here's how need-driven addiction, spiritual slavery, develops. It all starts with desire. I want. There is nothing evil about desire. God created us with the capacity to desire. Everything we say and do is a product of desire. Yet, it is very hard for sinners to hold desire with an open hand. It doesn't take long for our desires to morph into demands. I must. The thing that once was, was once a desire is now taking hold of us. We're less willing to live without it. We're more and more convinced that we have to have it. Then demands morph into need. I will. Now which with that we have to have it. Then demand morphs into I will. Now with great resolve and surety we are convinced that we cannot live without it. This thing uh, that was once open-handed desire has been christened a need. We're now fully convinced that it would be impossible to live without it. It is now in the control of our hearts. We think about it all the time. We are fearful when we're without it. We plot how to keep it in our lives. And <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I don't pre-plan these out. Like I'm kind of like, oh, well, let's have a discussion on this devotional. Art. Here's my thoughts. So there's no scription. Uh, script, um, (laughs) so, the thing that popped in my head, if, and I told you, I'm, I'm gonna be real, I'm gonna be real with you, okay, for those who don't know, I'm 24 years old, I'm turning 25 this year, but I'm 24 years old, I've, I'm a single mom, so I'm mom and dad, it has been that way since the beginning, and one of the things, uh this is hard a sip a coffee of strength um one of the things that sometimes i have to watch myself um in my wants is the want for someone else the want for my person um however you want to call it because again let's be honest um in my church i have an amazing church by the way love all the people they're so amazing um it sometimes can be a little hard because people my age um are have boyfriends have fiancés just got married um are having babies (laughs) that bit i can relate with but the rest not really And it's really hard sometimes to even just see couples, younger couples together, because um, I'm doing it myself. And sometimes I'm like, Lord, when is it my turn to finally have my person? Not another pit stop, not another temporary person. When is it time to have my person and Sheamus' person that I can have and... Who can help me with parenting? Uh, Who can help me raise him? Help me teach him how to love you? Help me me when some parenting days are really hard or he's throwing a tantrum at church. And sometimes it's like, that's maybe a low-key need. You know, because technically... (laughs) Things were not meant to be <laughs> the way that they are, but they are, and that's okay. But sometimes it's hard, just because it's, you know, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> my mind is still kind of waking up. Um, so that's something I just I try to keep in check myself because are me and Seamus okay, just the two of us? Yes. Would I really like for him to have someone who loves him, a father, a figure, someone who loves the Lord, will show him how to love the Lord and how to grow to be a man, pleasing to God? Yes. Do I really wish I had someone who could help me with the tantrums, the long nights, who could help take some of the stress, be there, to walk through the good times, the bad times, the small things, the big things? Absolutely but it's not an absolute dead dire need and it's one of those i have to be careful not to start going down that path that this devotional talks about i have to be like lord i would really like a person and sometimes it's really hard and I'm trying really hard not to close my hands on it and be like, this is mine, like, this needs to happen, this is a need, this is what I, like, I start going down that way, I just all have my hands open and be like, okay, well, um, you know, here, here you go, whenever you wanna, you know, take it out of my hands and make it happen, now? No? Okay. Um, have a, oh, okay. No? <laughs> and that's what I was thinking about. Um, That's just the thing that personally popped up into my head when I was reading this, because that's just something, especially recently, that has been really hard. (laughs) Um, And another thing that popped up um, into my head, I gotta find it in my Bible, um... I use sticky notes again. I think I said that yesterday. I use sticky notes. So sometimes I'll remember what the sticky note looks like of the note in my Bible. So I look for that sticky note. I don't remember the verse. I don't always remember where it is. I just remember where that sticky note is and what it looks like. So I look for that one and I can find it. (laughs) Um, But we'll go into that. Uh, But... It go on, the devotional goes on to say, but the cycle of slavery doesn't end there. Needs form into expectations as to what God ought to do. You should. You see, if you're convinced it's a need, you will think that you are entitled to it. And you will be convinced that you have to have the right to demand it. And you will judge God's love by his willingness to deliver it. Expectation leads to disappointment. If God doesn't deliver, you didn't. We can't believe that God would say that he loves us and not meet this need. The fact is, God has been faithful to all that he's promised us. But this desire that has morphed into a need is not something he's promised to give us. So disappointment leads, to, leads us to some kind of anger because you didn't... I will. Because we now judge God as unfaithful... Um, We quit trusting him as we should, and we let go of our good habits of faith. Isn't it good to know that Jesus came to free us from our idolatry? Because that's basically what it turns into is we're idolizing something. And what popped into my head was my sticky note about trust. And this is in 1 John 5, and it's around this area. Um, verse 14 says, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. Blah, blah, blah. Talk about a tongue But, and I just realized, I had, like most of everything highlighted, except for the most important part, which is a little crucial. The most important part of that entire, like, verse 14, out of 14 and 15, is if we ask anything according <laughs> to his will. That's that's sometimes a hard pill to swallow, because we're like, Lord, I think it belongs in my life. And he's like, yeah, but not right now. <laughs> and we're like, but, but, but. And then I think of, no buts. <laughs> no caps, no buts. Um... On my sticky note, it says, who do you trust? If you don't trust in me, you have to trust, you have to have your trust in someone else. And they're becoming an idol in your lives. And that doesn't always have to be a someone. It can be a something. So, but even in the circumstances we've talked about, we think that we know better. So we're putting trust in ourselves almost. Um... And then I have some notes on the side. Whom do you trust? Do we believe God is sovereign? How drastic of measures does God have to, does God have to do to get our attention? And just, ugh, trusting him can be hard, really hard sometimes, but it's worth it in the long end. Than trusting ourselves because you know what uh, certain relationships that I have tried to do on my own did they weren't I mean they still happen so there was still some reason shape or form but <laughs> uh, taking things into our own hands does not typically go well so that is my thoughts on today's devotionals a little longer than yesterday's a little more scatterbrained, um, and a whole lot more tongue-tied. But uh, that is my thoughts for today. So I hope you have a wonderful Saturday, a wonderful weekend. I hope you trust in him, and I hope that you double-check your needs and wants list and make sure that they're in line, because I'm doing that today. Like I said, that's where my brain went, so it's still going to be there. I'm going to try pondering on it all day. So I hope you have a great day, and I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.